Welcome to Trainers Lab. I'm Blake, and I'm doing a podcast with you today on some of my thoughts on why coaches should start in person before they go online. In other words, why coaching in person first makes you a better remote online coach. I know that's probably not the most popular thing to hear or most exciting, but there is a couple real reasons why you can't just go right from your certification to straight online, unless there's a couple caveats. And that would be you get hired on by a remote coaching business, which I would find very unlikely that they would do that because they want to see that you have some resume and resume in the coaching world means that you've gotten people results and have continuously done that and have shown some sort of credibility. And so certifications or degrees um, don't necessarily do that for you. They're very helpful and they're needed, but you have to put your time in is what I'm saying. But if there was the one random chance that you did get hired on straight out of college, that would be the only way because they would mentor you in how to queue, in how to set systems up, in how to communicate, and you would need a lot of help with that. So that's not most people. That's going to be very rare. So I think I'm going to still stand on why coaching in person first makes you a better online coach. And here are my, here are my four big reasons why. Building rapport and establishing like personal connection, knowing how to do that takes reps. And in person is much easier to do that than um, through Zoom or through an app or through phone calls. It is possible to do that, but it takes a skill and usually learning how to connect. Most people who are wanting to do this are young, so they're still learning how to have those skills of connecting and being personal and building a rapport with people. So that's number one. Number two, gaining a deeper understanding of client needs, preferences, and limitations. You can get so much more feedback and learn to ask the right questions because you see it so much more in person, right? You only get so much visualization with your remote client. It's hard to even ask the right questions sometimes in those short, brief 30-minute consults or five-minute check-ins throughout the week. There's just not enough. So anticipation really comes from repetition of seeing things. And usually that's done in person because that's where you're going to get the most visual reps of kind of seeing where people have needs, where people can be showing preferences or even limitations. So that's number two. Number three, developing effective coaching techniques and communication skills. In other words, how do you cue somebody on their back squat remotely is a little different than how you do it in person, but in person, you can see things and tweak things and kind of experiment and learn. And that way you can know things much faster and effective. Like I do now when I coach people who are four or five states away from me and I'm watching their video on their back squat, I know how to look for certain things. I know for them to set up the camera in certain angles so that I can see things. Those are, those took, that, that took lots of failures, but also successes in person, but failures in the remote way of saying, how can I see these things or do these things? And so, yeah, you want to develop that, that ability for communicating technique and cueing technique and that, that skill. And then number four, learning how to provide hands-on guidance and real-time feedback 
So learning to be quick with it. On the floor, you have to learn fast and you have to learn how to be quick. And then it becomes so innate that when you see it in a remote setting, you can give quick feedback so you can actually save time and be effective on the floor. So let's break these down. Kind of went over a four. Building trust and credibility. You want to discuss potential challenges of building trust slowly through remote interaction. It's important to have a solid foundation with someone and learning what that looks like. And when you start coaching someone in person, what you're really looking for are those, those abilities to find out if this person needs to be more supported because they're just, they're built on encouragement and they need more support. Or if there's someone who is very confident, but needs to be challenged because they're off somewhere and they need more challenging. So I would say those are really big things that you need to learn to decipher. And then when you get someone online to ask those questions, learn those things, write those notes down so that when you're meeting or writing feedback, this person's an encouragement person, this person's a, or support, this person's a challenging person. They need more feedback. They need more correction. They need more feeling like you're getting on them because they like that and want that. Understanding individual differences, right? So the idea of kind of number two, where you're really thinking through highlighting the value or observing clients' movement patterns, their body language, their physical capabilities, right? Those are all key things that make someone an individual. And part of being online is that you're solely relying on the person to report those things to you. So you need to be able to anticipate some people not being aware of certain things. And so you need to be able to educate and also anticipate this is a new person. They've only ever trained for two, three years. And so they've never done half the training I'm about to give them. And so they're going to probably do this incorrectly. So we need to go over how do I cue that? How do I set them up for success versus just writing a perfect program and thinking it's going to go perfect, which is what a lot of new remote coaches tend to do. I know because I did it. Number three, the cueing and correcting techniques. So explaining in person provides an opportunity to refine, cue, and correct. Addressing those challenges, providing accurate feedback, and then remote queuing and is really just how do you have that? What's your framework for that? What do you, what technology are you using for that? How do you set that up? Those are all big questions you need to think about and kind of learn on the floor before you even think about doing that all remotely. And then the last thing I would say is adapting the remote coaching successfully is really just finding a transition for you right? One of the keys, and this is the story I'll leave you with today. One of my things was I started thinking through the process of personal training into what I call hybrid coaching, which was someone who stayed completely in-house still. And I really think it's a great framework. It's one of my favorites for both the gym and the coach. And what that looks like is the person comes to you once a week in person, but then they report on their own remotely and you write through the app that you're working with them on so they can come in and learn to be more autonomously remote with you. Now, you might still be on the floor, but you're not around them. You're not holding their hand. You're not setting their bar up. You're not counting their reps. You're not watching them wholly, but they can come over and ask you questions. You can come over and do drive-by coaching where you're saying, hey, I was watching you from the distance. Make sure you stay in your heels more on this movement or 
make sure that you bring your head through when you're pressing because you're shortening your range of motion here. Just little things like that. So there's still the value of that. And then what happens is then they can fully go remote on their own. What that does for a, a coach that's maybe starting out remotely, but wants to build, like scale themselves and not ready to go fully online, but wants to have a more in-house remote business, then what they're doing there is they're allowing the person to build relationship with you in person, build confidence in themselves, learn to slowly become more independent and autonomous and go hybrid where they still have the accountability and the kind of launch of meeting with you once a week and then learning to work out on their own and then going fully remote on their own. I've done this with, man, I've probably done this now successfully with, I'm going to say over 50 people, which maybe doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a slow process. But here's the deal is that you keep those people for the long haul because those relationships are so tight and, and you get your time back and then you allow, it allows you to watch growth, which for a coach, I don't know about you, but that's really exciting for me. It feels like there's something moving here and then you're on to the next person and then you get a vision for people where they are. And, they, and there's another satisfaction to the client that they feel autonomous. They feel like, I had to do the, and it's easier sell for them too, because you're, you can sell that vision in the original consult that this PT piece is not forever. It might be three, it might be five, it might be eight months, depending on the person and their financial situation. And then it'll go into the hybrid, which is cheaper, and then go into the remote, which is cheaper. Now for you as the coach, what that does is it gives you consistent income and it gives you your time back and it allows you to take on more clients. So before you go full remote, A, you need to just get your reps in on the floor. B, you need to think about your business plan. That is a particular one I just shared with you that is effective for a lot of people. And then it gives you the confidence in your program design and how to connect and how to get the reps of queuing, coaching, learning, problem solving that makes going online faster and easier because you know how to anticipate what it's like in real life, in the real trenches. It's just very difficult to give someone a quality coaching experience from distance that doesn't know how to coach on the floor. Hope this was helpful. If you like this content and you want more, you can reach out to us at Trainers Lab. Our website is in the link below, or you can DM us on Instagram. Miz and I would love to hear from you and love to help. We are a consulting uh, business where we want to consult coaches who want to get online and how to help grow them and give them the knowledge, both from a program perspective to a business perspective through the technology that you'll need all the way through. We're here for you. So reach out if you're interested and I look forward to hearing more from you.